When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Now, somebody asked me the other day, uh, a, a fellow industry person, somebody that works in the aquatics or the aquarium industry, like, how do you stay active as a hobbyist? What do you do? Um, what's it like to, to be a hobbyist and be in the business? I mean, can you do it psychologically? And the answer is yes, plenty of business owners do that. But there are times when some of us haven't. I know that I didn't for a while. Uh, and it it brought me back to sort of a, a personal story that maybe some of you could relate to. It's when I was back in my, my coral industry days when I was a co-owner of a company called Unique Corals. And it was kind of, at, at that point, I was busy building up a company. We grew corals and imported corals and shipped them all over the country. And it was, you know, really cool. And I was doing all kinds of things. But... I didn't have an aquarium at home. I didn't have time or just didn't seem to want to for some reason. And it finally dawned upon me that I was what I would call a clinical aquarist or in this case, a clinical reefer. I was practicing on a commercial level, but not on a personal level. <clears throat> so what do I mean by clinical? Well, there were a lot of people that were sort of like me, owning and building hobby-related businesses, perhaps writing, speaking, and you know, living that whole fish geek life who simply didn't have a personal tank that they maintained every day. Uh, people that perhaps ply their stock and trade in the aquarium world without maintaining an active aquarium. Yeah, you're in touch with the hobby when you do that and the animals and the gear and stuff, but you're not in that final few inches of what's really happening. Now, I'm not saying that this is bad. I'm just quantifying it. And that's kind of where I was. Where I was in that place. And where it can get really bad is when you find yourself... I don't know, sort of almost regurgitating stuff from a long time ago that's woefully outdated when you're rendering advice to others about their, you know, their personal aquariums. Or perhaps you're, maybe you're staying current in the latest and greatest and preaching it without practicing it. Um, that's a sin in the aquarium world, in my opinion. There's lots of that percolating around the hobby. We talk about it here a lot, especially when you, you know, when you find yourself in the know and speaking and traveling around the country and hobby related conferences and stuff like that, you see that. Um, then there's an even smaller fraction of people who spend much more time criticizing others in the hobby and the industry, slinging, you know, negative publicity for practices, products, and people that they don't approve of, and generally rallying their buddies to give them a social media pat on the back while they spew forth their vitriol with unabashed nastiness. All the while, not even having been a practicing hobbyist, aquarium keeper, freshwater, marine, whatever. Yeah, there's a bunch of people who are just like that. And it's sad. It's sad because they don't experience the real pleasure of actually keeping an aquarium. It's sad because they're so myopic in their focus that they can't get past themselves, their self-appointed grandeur, and the adulation of their small rooting section who heap on the attaboys whenever they pop off on social media discussions and stuff like that. They don't get it at all. It's also sad 
because some of these people are immensely intelligent, focused, and dare we say experts about certain things, yet they can't get beyond their negativity and disdain for others who they feel have violated the sanctity of their fields of expertise. Now, rather than sharing something useful, they choose to simply criticize. Rather than disseminating you know, their immense knowledge in a useful and helpful way for hobbyists, they find it easier to thrive in a sea of negativity, attempting to diminish others, and you know, they thrive off the virtual pats on the back from their small yet vocal groups of friends, none of whom have the courage to stand up on their own and let their individual voices be heard, lest they suffer the wrath of these demagogues. It's kind of shitty. It's totally sad, and it's not really a place you want to go. But I realized, this is, again, going back almost 10 years now, I realized, though, that I was drifting into the larger category of a clinical hobbyist, in this case, a clinical reefer, who, although I ran this coral facility and was hands-on with the animals, equipment, and practices on a daily basis, found myself without a home aquarium of any significance and felt oddly detached from the real world of the hobby. Now, sure, I talked to hobbyists every day, but rather than relating to them in a manner based on, oh yeah, I'm going through that same algae boom thing too, I was falling back on experiences from the past. You know, yeah, I had an algae bloom back in 2010 or 2009 or maybe it's 2007. Anyway, it sucked, you know, stuff like that. Now, at that point, I had spoken or presented at nine consecutive Marine Aquarium Conference of North America conferences. That's the big Super Bowl of the reef aquarium world. Lots of events like Reefapalooza, Reefstock, International Marine Aquarium Contest, and dozens of clubs and conferences all over the world. I guest blogged on you know, various online publications. I was published in magazines, all the usual stuff. My daily rants and blogs were read by a lot of people. It was kind of cool and it was very satisfying to a great extent. It's something was missing. I was never quite able to get a finger on what it was, but it was something that was missing. And that was sad. It was oddly unsatisfying. I mean, all this cool stuff, the friendships and the travel and the very reason for it all was not really in my life, being an active hobbyist on a practicing personal level. I mean, we built up this amazing company, uh, you know, which dealt with the art and science of the reef keeping hobby and growing corals and all this stuff. Yet somehow I felt like somewhere along the way, I actually forgot how cool it is to be a real hobbyist. Now, I don't know if it was the personal tragedy that I experienced when my father died in 2013 or the life changes that I went through or just spending 24-7, 365 hyper-focused on building up this coral company and starting Tannin. I don't know, but it doesn't really matter now. But the point is what matters that I knew I wanted to be myself again, to be a, a geeky fish person. And that's why I decided, as one of my friends so eloquently put it, to come home and become a practicing aquarist yet again. And I never have enjoyed it more. It never meant more to me. I, I started work on a bunch of new tanks and I never enjoyed the process more. It awakened that familiar, seemingly atrophied feelings of excitement, anticipation, engagement, responsibility, and all that camaraderie that you encounter when you're keeping aquariums. And as someone who loves to write and share my experiences, it every day provides new information, new ideas about things to share, to question, to laugh about myself, to bitch about you know, you feel like part of the community again. That's really good. And I felt a bit more, I don't know, mature, I guess, maybe like someone who lived a bit and can take those experiences and apply them to my everyday aquarium practices. It's, it's kind of empowering. It's not like I was away, but it sort of felt like I was on the outside watching 
other people enjoy this amazing thing that I can only sort of longingly stare at through the dirty window. It definitely made me a better industry person too, relating even better to my customers, my fellow fish geeks. I remember back in the coral business many days when hobbyists would call or visit and they were all excited about you know, receiving that cool acropora frag or the really cool fish and we'd talk about it and they'd ask questions and I'd answer and discuss their issues and feel just a little twinges of, I don't know, jealousy maybe that they were enjoying this amazing little thing that I just sort of took for granted. And it just kind of built from there, that need to get back over the fence. And I actually felt like apologizing a bit for not feeling it for so long. It was weird. I mean, and working every day with guys who practiced geeked out aquarium keeping, in this case it was reefing, at the highest level, it just kept the fire burning. And one of my friends uh, must have known, must have just sensed it. Um, this was Jake Adams, who's the senior editor at Reef Builders. He was sort of doing a what he likes to call his internship at times, he, at, at, or residency. He was kind of helping us at Indie Corals and spent a few months, or actually most of, most of a year, kind of hanging out and um, working on our raceways and doing all kinds of cool stuff. And he just, as, as one of the, the best hobby people I know, he just sensed it. Um, he, he knew it. He would always pull me away from my desk to check out this or that coral, quiz me on something, show me some crazy project he was working on to cut frags, to move some corals, whatever, just to get me away from the damn computer and get my hands wet again. And my, my friend Dave, uh, who worked with us at Unique also, would urge me to go, you know, let's go to the wholesalers. And, and uh, we'd go down to the wholesalers by LA, LA airport and uh, just geek out on the newly arrived fishing corals. Maybe, maybe we'd buy some stuff or whatever, but just to geek out. And it worked. It was like waking up out of a coma. And I learned that you, the old expression that you can't go home again, I, I, I don't agree with that. I think you can come home again. I learned that sometimes you have this wonderful, amazing thing right in front of your eyes and you just need to appreciate and enjoy it for what it is. This hobby, this culture, this, this whole world that we have, it's amazing, it's precious, it's, it's beautiful. And now when I you know, walk into to work every day, I, I look at my fish, I look at all the cool things going on and I remember back in, in the coral days, I'd walk the raceways and look at all these neat corals wondering what other hobbyists who visited our facilities would think and think, man, I'd love to see that coral in my tank. Now, why am I sharing this sort of strange personal journey with you? Well, perhaps it's a bit therapeutic for me. And again, somebody asked me about how you do this, and I realized that we're all humans. and Sometimes we have to step away for a while, or we think we have to step away, or we get so caught up in other things that this hobby, this amazing thing that we love so much, just becomes something we do and don't really enjoy. Maybe this is like a public apology for when I was away. I don't know. Perhaps it's simply a public affirmation for me about being happy to have crossed over that line to a geeky hobbyist and never wanting to stray from that path again. I offer it to you as less of an explanation of my personal hobby journey as more of a maybe a life raft to some of you that for whatever reason feel like you've strayed away from the hobby that you love so much. Maybe you just, just didn't want to deal with keeping a tank. Who knows what the reason was? Maybe you're in the business like like me and you know, the, the, the everyday demands of your business have kept you from just keeping an aquarium again. And I say to you, if you're out there drifting in the current, just know that it's never too late to climb back aboard. And it's never more satisfying than now. Really get back into this hobby. Enjoy it. It's there waiting for you. And you have so much to give to it and can enjoy it so much. Stay engaged. Stay excited. Stay creative. Stay in it 
and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Santa Aquatics. Thanks for listening to me today, and thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.